Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Cafe Hustle podcast. I'm Andy Jones, and today I am welcoming Pete Moore onto the podcast. Now, Pete is a business coach. He's the founder of Simplifying Entrepreneurship, and he's also a podcast host as well. And we're going to be talking all about mission. Now, you know how much I value having a really strong mission or purpose, and that we know where our business is going but today I'm going to talk to Pete about why everyone in our organization should know it. It goes to your hiring, it goes to firing, it goes to every single element of your business and you know I go on about it a lot but this is a really great conversation exploring the real power of having it in place and and hopefully you understand already by now why it's so important. I know in hospitality, we are very much focused on the operational day-to-day element and we don't always put so much weight on something such as our mission. But this episode really will dig into, it's a great conversation, it'll dig into the real roots of why the mission statement in particular is so powerful. So yeah, we're going to jump into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Are you still managing your teams clocking in and out using paper timesheets or trying to keep it all in your head? Reduce the margin for error and ensure you're paying your staff for the right amount of time work with the time clocking and people management tools from Road to Cloud. Your team can clock in and out directly from the app, giving you the peace of mind that your people are paid for their work. Even better, your staff don't have to worry about recording their times worked or writing down on paper at the end of the week because it's all stored in Road to Cloud's secure app. You can also set up geofences so that clocking in and out can only be done within the proximity of your store. Or if you need more certainty, you can set it up to only allow them to clock in when they're connected to your store Wi-Fi. If you need a solution to deal with your employee rosters, schedules, time clocking and more, save yourself and your staff huge amounts of time by using RotoCloud for your people management. Head over to thecafehustle.com forward slash RotoCloud now. If you employ people, you need RotoCloud. Peter, thank you very much for joining me on the Cafe Hustle. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Andy. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure to bring you on. And something that, well, certainly the Cafe Hustle is very, or specific to the hospitality industry, but now I'm sort of branching out and bringing people in from outside of, of hospitality because, you know, there's so much to to learn from people in other industries and other backgrounds. But I'm going to start off as I usually do, and I want to know what your purpose is. Yeah, for me, you know, my purpose all around simplifying entrepreneurship, which is my business, is really, you know, I have this belief, Andy, that entrepreneurs are the backbones of their communities. They're the ones that, you know, um, coach the little league teams. They're the ones that, you know, put on the fundraisers for the outdoor park or the church steeple or the addition to the hospital, all these kind of things. When you look, you know, you kind of dig deep down into that. It's often the entrepreneurs that are doing all of the give back and, and, or a lot of it. And from that perspective, you know, my goal with simplifying entrepreneurship is basically to allow entrepreneurs to do what they want to do as opposed to what they feel they need to do. And I kind of phrase it like this, you own your business and it shouldn't own you. And when I fi- what I find, Andy, is that when entrepreneurs don't have to manage their businesses every minute of the day, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, they actually want to fill that time with other things 
and there's lots of other things to fill it with, but some of that is actually community service and a yeah. lot of that sort of stuff. And it's just, it's amazing to drive around to see how many things have been, you know, given basically in time, in money, in energy by entrepreneurs. And my goal really is if I can free up that entrepreneur's time and allow them to give that back to their community, then in some small way, I'm helping that community as well through freeing up that entrepreneur. Because, you know, when, when they actually have more time and aren't involved that way, they're looking, they're helping out the Chamber of Commerce, they're helping out the Lions yeah. Club, all these other things, because those are the people that get things done. And it's just, it's such an interesting thing. So that's my goal really is to really say, hey, listen, you deserve to not only manage your business, but to own your own time and do what you want to do with your own time. Yeah. And that's similar to what the Cafe Hustle is all about. And For certainly sure. in hospitality, it is like the amount of time that you hear of people who are literally, they are living their business. Their life is their business because yeah. they haven't been able to, to free up that time. And you're right. And, and certainly as entrepreneurs, when we do have that free time, it can, it, well, I was going to say it could be used for dangerous things, but uh, joking aside, <laughs> you know, we do we're, we're busy individuals. Yeah. We want to be doing stuff. And like, exactly like you say, when we are able to step back from the business, the business then becomes the vehicle to allow us to do these great things in our community. Certainly coffee shops are a massive part of our community and certainly business owners in hospitality, they're made for doing the community stuff and it, and it benefits everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it absolutely does. I mean, I, uh, in my past, I had, uh, I've never owned a cafe or a restaurant, but in one of my previous businesses for 10, 15, well, for yeah, almost 15 years, we had a cleaning service and we serviced over 200 restaurants. So I've sat down and chatted with, you know, umpteen cafe owners and all these different things. We've chatted about this sort of stuff along the way. And it's like, Hey, listen, I got to be here to open the door and close the door. I got to run the staff. I got to order the stuff, all these kind of things. Well, there are systems and frameworks mm -hmm. that allow you to yeah. free yourself up. And that's basically what I do, uh, Andy, is, is help people with those systems and frameworks and, and roll through different thought process of actually stepping up into the owner's box of your business and having other people setting up what I call the five P's, which is your promise, your product, your process, your people, and your profit. And, you know, today we're going to chat a little bit about mission, which is what I call the promise portion of it, which is where everything starts. Yeah. And certainly like <laughs> listeners on the podcast probably be sick of me talking about mission so much and <laughs> I'm literally trying to drum it down their throats. They'll be thinking, but to me, it's, it's a really important part of what we do Gosh, as yeah. entrepreneurs. So what is your definition of mission? I know it's ever so slightly, well, it's different to that. You use different yeah. terminology, but what's, what is the mission or as you say, your promise? Yeah. So, you know, I kind of, I kind of look at uh, the mission frameworks, what I, I call, I call them guiding principles in my sort of package of stuff. Right. So, and the mission for me is a little more internal. It's a little more sort of, what are we trying to achieve? Like I want to coach a thousand entrepreneurs before December 2025, because I believe that entrepreneurs are the backbone of their communities. Kind of like we said, right. So, I mean, that's sort of an internal one. And what, what I am finding is a lot of times people have maybe an internal mission, but they don't really have a, a projected outward one. And that's what I call the promise. 
And, you know, from that perspective, it has to, of course, align with everything else, but as part of your guiding principles. But from that side, you know, how do you develop a promise? Well, ultimately, the promise is where everything starts. Like you said, with the mission and everything, it's the, you need to have complete clarity to make every decision because that's what we do as entrepreneurs. We're decision makers. And ultimately, especially if you're the business owner, right, the buck stops with you. So you need to be able to make the decision that you're making, whatever level of decision that is, with ultimate clarity around your promise. So what is the promise? Well, the promise is really laid out quite simply like this. What is your client's problem? How do you uniquely solve that problem in whatever steps are unique to you so that that client can enjoy a better life. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple. So what's their problem? How do you uniquely solve it different to your competitors so that they can buy or so that they can have a better life? Because ultimately when people put down their money, when they come up with their debit card or visa card to your till at your cafe, they're buying a better life. That's what they're that's what they're trading their dollars for. They're saying, you know what? The experience, the ambiance, yeah. the taste, the smell, all of these different things. This is why I come to this cafe, not the other one, you know, down the street or around the corner, whatever the case is. This, you know, it's it's all part of that package. And that's the other five Ps, really. It's what's your product? How is it uniquely different? Your process, how is it uniquely different? Your people, how are they uniquely different? so that you can enjoy the profit. And once we get to that top level, which is that profit portion, then we can start saying, hmm, that's where freedom starts. That's where you kind of, you know, get out of the frustrations of management and all this other yeah. stuff. And you start saying, hmm, I can start enjoying a bit of freedom now. How am I going to use that profit? Well, sometimes it's I'm going to hire a manager. Other times it's I'm going to, you know, open a new location, whatever the case is. But the idea is until you get all of those first things narrowed down and straightened away and it's systematized and frameworked, it's really hard to earn a profit and it's, and it's really hard to get out of that frustration of, of having to open the door every day. Yeah, it is. It's certainly like I've, I've spoken to a number of people and around, around this and actually when it comes to coffee, like there's so much competition out there now, like any high street you, you look at, there's countless number of coffee shops and they keep popping up and, Really, what is it that differentiates their business from any of the other? Everyone can get a coffee from there. And certainly, I then obviously link it to to the experience. And I say it loads as well. What we sell is not a coffee. It's experience. And really, that is where the mission comes in. Or in, And again, I've used a different terminology. You call it promise. Yeah. That is the driver of that experience. Your staff then are able to to see what it is that you're looking at, at providing for that customer. You know, Andy, um, we own some shoe stores. So I'm a retailer as well. So I, I, I spend most of my time coaching, but I'm also a retailer. And we have some shoe stores in Canada here called Shootopia. And with those Shootopia, with those Shootopia stores, I've got four words that kind of explain what we do, right? And it's look great and feel fantastic. So if I can do that, then I need to align the products that are going to allow my customers to do that, my processes that are going to allow, my people that are going to allow, 
all of that stuff to deliver those four words. And I like to play around with words and different feelings because people experience things in a different way. So I've got another model, which is called the heart of Shootopia that I help other clients develop their heart models. And with that model, I've got it down to nine letters, which is ooh, ah, and aha. So when you look at it, what does ooh mean? Ooh means when I'm in the, I don't know whether you're going to be putting this on video or not, but when you're looking in the mirror, Andy, and you're going, hmm, ooh, I look pretty good right? If you get that, if I can, you know, give you that experience, then I've delivered the ooh, right? And then the ah is, ah, those shoes feel awesome. If I can deliver that, I've delivered the ah. And then I finally have found the perfect pair, which both looks great and feels perfect. Aha, I have found the perfect pair which is unusual. Most people think if they look good, they feel kind of not so great. And if they, you know, feel awesome, they don't always look so great. So if I can deliver that in a package, I've delivered ooh, ah, and aha in that language and in that physicality so that when they come up to the till, I've given them the look great and feel fantastic. They're going to happily pay their price for the shoe that we have just accommodated this for. And when they walk out the door, they look back up at the Shootopia sign and they say, you know what? Shootopia is my favorite shoe store. Yeah, That's the delivery of the package. That's the mission. That's how you package these things together so that everything we do, all of our processes, all of our products, all of the people that we have on our team, our wholesalers, our suppliers, all those different things must align with that in order for me to deliver that or else it's 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 not happening the way it should happen. Yeah, without one of the the, the puzzle pieces, the whole thing sort of, it falls flat and it, it can sometimes come across as it's not genuine, it's not authentic, but by and the same with the, the coffee shop you can go in somewhere and you can get great coffee but if the environment's not great if you don't feel like you want to spend time in there you're not going to come back and and it, i think it sort of in a way fits into that model you're talking about there you've got the the great coffee and the great place to sit and consume it with great decor with great staff serving you that great product that's the that's the foundation of people wanting to come back again and again which is so important, is. certainly for any business, and but certainly small independents, it's that's your lifeblood is repeat customers. It is, and you know when I used to, we used to have the cleaning service that serviced all the Tim Hortons here in Canada and Second Cup and and all sorts of you know Bridgehead coffee shops and all sorts of different coffee shops. You know the idea is, you know, I'm, we came in and we sanitized their sinks, toilets, and urinals and looked after the soap and the air fresheners and all this other stuff as part of their service. But, you know, going, that's part of the package. A clean bathroom is part of the image. Absolutely. Right? A, you know, when you walk into the store, the smell, the aroma of coffee, like mm -hmm. if there's something that's not smelling quite right, that's part of the image, right? Like all of these different things are pieces of the puzzle. So when you think about the alignment of your mission, yeah. the mission doesn't have to just be words. It can be skills. Cafe Hustle is brought to it you can in be partnership with Road to Cloud, the it people can be, management platform you know, the for shift-based teams. Of the, of the, Start your third-day free trial it can be at like cafehustle.com forward slash Road to see how much easier planning roads Use all of the senses when you're thinking about it. That's why I said looking in front of the mirror. The Cafe Hustle is also supported 
it's buy like, okay, I'm looking now at with it. the move it's not digital just a word. happening it's like, fast and then, and your customers ooh, and then, expecting ah, to get access you know, you to can, your business you can wherever feel they that are expression means of, a mobile order if I was thinking walking into a coffee shop I'd be like order on the go oh, not only well, that I'd but use your those digital same, presence like, must be an extension right and that's part of what I want to deliver every time somebody walks ordering app that integrates seamlessly with other brands including Square give your staff and customers a mobile ordering experience usually only reserved for big budget operators and chains check out what is possible over at the cafehustle.com forward slash espressly that's e-s-p-r-e-s-s-l-y if you need a mobile ordering app you need espressly now what would you say to someone and i know certainly my experience in the corporate world before i became an entrepreneur was that certainly where businesses they talk about their purpose and and their values and it always seemed a bit hollow a bit empty because they never really followed through on it but mm. what would you say to someone who was maybe thinking of developing or spending time developing and yeah. knowing what their mission is but yeah. aren't really sure of its value to to them or their people what would you say to that well in in sort of the pack that i put together which is guiding principles we have key characteristics and critical actions too which to me are more valuable i i mean certain things like core values so long as you outline what that core the critical actions behind the core value looks like i think it's fine like integrity people use integrity a lot and you know well if you don't have integrity i mean you shouldn't be working for us and i mean like that's like that's just a throwaway one as far okay. like what does integrity look like so when i look at critical actions and key characteristics and different things like that it's like we need to smile we need to you know educate we need like whatever those things, like give me the actions of what it means. And that way, when we're hiring and firing and all this stuff, you can say, hey, you weren't living up to the critical actions that we need our customers to do every, or our, our team to do every day, right? And when you're hiring, you're hiring to that. You're saying, we're looking for fun and happy people like who like to deal with the public, yeah. who you know, are accountable, who can follow orders, like what do the critical actions mean? And you can, you can throw those all into the bigger overarching ones like integrity and some of those other stuff, just as long as you have it laid out so that everybody's really super clear about what's expected. Yeah. And certainly like this is, this sort of work goes like, yes, you do it once and it's iterative and you, it, it develops over time. And certainly that's my experience, you know, when, with, where I've developed missions and purposes for people. How then can we extend that into to other areas of the business? Like where does, how far does our promise go? It never stops. I mean, it never stops. It's at every meeting. It should, it should lead every meeting. Every time you do your daily stand-up or your weekly meeting or your quarterly meetings or your yearly sit-downs, any of those yeah. different systemized sort of meetings that you have with your management team and your staff, it should always be up front. I mean, we have at our retail stores, we have it behind our, our cash. So there's four words there. Everybody knows those four words. That's what we do at Shootopia. We help people look great and feel fantastic every day. So... If we don't have, our procedures are pretty good because that's sort of one of the things that I coach to. But if there isn't a procedure, all that, all that team member needs to do is look back and say, okay, if I'm, 
if what I need to do is help them look good and feel fantastic, I'm going to make this decision based on that. And even if that's not the right decision that we would have made, they made it with those four words in mind. And that's good enough for the time being. We can deal with it later. Absolutely. That's a big thing, isn't it? And, and like I always talk about how can, how can we help hospitality owners in particular get away, not out of the business completely because, well, that's the end game, you know, but really yeah. there's still got to be an element of, of interaction with the business on some level, but a really big part. And you've, you've hammered the point home there is when we're not there, we're not able to guide people. That's the power of having such a strong mission. Well, again, I'm, I'm using different terminology yeah, again. It's all good. No, it's perfect. This is, this is the crux of why this is so important. And it really does show the power of that. So again, there's times where we do develop our mission and, and that can change over time. But why is it so important that people understand the mission, your people understand your business's mission really deeply? I know certainly people, like I say, I don't know how it works with Shootopia and, and look, uh, yeah. look great or feel fantastic. Yeah. There's a deeper element to that. I'd imagine other than just those four words for sure yeah. why is it so important that your your employees understand that so deeply well that's when we take sort of your mission as or purpose and we break it down into the heart model so the heart model is is basically the structure right. that delivers that right yeah. so we have we have nine components around the heart that basically deliver that mission and that's structured and and i've done videos on them we've done uh, you know blogs on them we've done all sorts of different things to explain and show to all of our team members what this means so that everybody has watched it it's part of their training it's you know it's all systematized so that these things happen in a way and you know do things happen outside of the norm they do yeah. but if 95% of the time this is within the, the the wheelhouse, then we've got it. You know, it's pretty good. And that's good enough in most cases. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I look at that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm going to, I mean, we've re we rebooked this interview, Andy, because my father passed away last week, right? And I can tell you that I was gone for 10 days from my stores and nothing. I came back and my I said, so what's up? And they said, um, it's all good. And there wasn't anything for me to sit and do like the stores opened, the stuff got ordered, the team did what they needed to do. Our sales were fine. Like all of that sort of stuff just happened. And that's what I want for all of the entrepreneurs that I work with. It's not that you don't want to be involved in your business. It's just that you don't have to be involved in your business every minute of the day. And just, just from what you've said there, it's always something to be really acutely aware of is that decisions that were made when you're not there and, and it'll probably be the same for you in that 10 days there's decisions and the things that people did that wouldn't have necessarily been exactly as you would have done it not exactly how you would have handled that situation but the the proof is in the pudding is that the business is still there the customers are still happy it just wasn't exactly how you would have dealt with it as the owner and who, you know, you have the power to deal with it how you see fit. And the fact that we can let go of this perfection for a time and even mm. over a longer period, you know, I'd imagine if you'd have been gone for three months, 
that are probably the business would still be going. Yes, there may be some things that have changed and clarity that needs to happen, but it hasn't got to be exactly how you would have done it for it to be right. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's to me, I mean, I understand when you're starting a business, I've started many, when you're starting a business, you're, you're on the floor, you're doing all these things, but you know, most of the people I work with have been doing it for a year, three years, five years, and are kind of saying, okay, what there's more to it than this. Right. So what do I do now? Right. I've been, I've been climatized of, of working these 50, 60, 70 hours a week, but I don't want to do that anymore. Maybe I have a bit more money now, but I, I need to break out of this, right? So that's the kind of thing. And, and you know, I've, I, you know, even with my father's cancer and everything, they live about five hours away. I've given pretty, pretty much been back there uh, over a month in the last year. We've taken a month and a half vacation. Uh, I just took another 10 days, which was, you know, it's one thing to plan when you're away because you can kind of sort of pre-plan when you have a vacation. But when things happen like that, yeah. like just happened, is your business ready to roll? And I mean, these are questions you got to dig down in a little bit for. And if if it isn't, then there's some work to do. And does it seem like a super big amount of work? That's okay. You just have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And you start with some of the process and you start with uh, aligning some of your people and making giving them authority to do things. Because until you can transfer authority, nobody's going to open the store. Until mm-hmm. you can transfer authority, nobody's going to place that next order for the next load of bagels or coffee or whatever the case is, right? Until you can assign authority, nobody's going to make the next schedule to make sure that everybody's here next week when you aren't. Yeah. It's the first, like, for, certainly in the coffee shop context, the first thing I tell people to do is, is to do an opening checklist. For sure. To ask someone in your business to do an opening checklist empower someone initially mm-hmm. to pull that all together if it's a first draft doesn't yeah. matter if it ends doesn't. up being the final draft perfect get them to do it you can then look over it and this is the start of giving them the responsibility exactly what you're talking about giving them the responsibility to to open the store and then at least by having that control in place i.e a checklist you know yourself as an owner these are the tasks that are on that list and they should work through them the store should be open and ready to go and this really is it comes back to entrepreneurs and i imagine you've seen this countless times of needing just to let go of little bits that they they are very precious we are all very precious of what we've created there a baby in a way and letting go of that to our team members is that's the first big step to allowing this business to exist without you. I love it, Andy. I call it granting permission. I, you know, and it's, it, I use those words quite often, you know, I'm granting you permission to let this go. It's okay. <laughs> and it's like, Oh my God, the weight's off my shoulders. And as yeah. soon as they start doing that, they're like, what else can I let go? What else Absolutely. can I let go? Yeah. And, and it's like, it becomes, it becomes a, a snowball, which is really cool because yeah. that's when you, you know, and, and you'll find that some of your processes aren't right. And maybe things weren't. And, but the more you do it, the more, the more you hone down your processes, the more you start, you know, assigning accountability, I call it the four A's assess what the problem is, address it, align it and assign it. And so once we do that, once we assign it, 
it's like, hmm, now what else can I pick at and what else can I do? And then you get to the point where it's like, okay, this business is running. I can actually now maybe open another cafe or maybe take three-week holiday or maybe enjoy some time with my family or maybe whatever, whatever, whatever those wants are, they're uniquely yours. Maybe get more healthy because I haven't been so healthy because I've been crazy running my business for the last five years or whatever the case is. Like whatever those unique things are, that's what you take that profit portion and you can replace it however you want. It's not just dollars because those dollars can buy a manager. Those dollars can buy another location so that you have a bigger future down the road if that's what you want. Like all of these things, it's hard to even think about that if you're just mired down in the frustration of running your your shop every day. Absolutely. I completely agree with everything there. Now, pulling it back to promise again, if there's people out there that haven't got their, their promise set, they don't really know yeah. what that is. What are the steps that they need to look at to, to building their promise statement or, you know, something that provides them the purpose that they can communicate to their teams? You know what? You kind of said it earlier. There, there is you know, um, there's a lot of coffee shops out there, a lot of cafes, mm -hmm. and you don't have to recreate the wheel. You know, you don't have to be, you know, pick words that nobody understands and all that. Like, the, I, I like the idea of keeping things simple, you know, and that's why I call it simplifying entrepreneurship, my business and, and all of that sort of stuff. Like, keep it simple so that everybody can understand it. And when you when you look at that mission, it's like, okay, well, are we going to be the fastest? Are we going to be the cheapest? Are we going to be, you know, the best experience? Are we going to have the most people? The You know, what yeah. whatever those key points are, are the thing, that's where you start. That's the differentiation point. And then you're kind of saying, okay, what am I going to do? in underneath that you need to have that prime differentiator and then after that you can tweak the rest of it because if you're trying to differentiate on three or four different things it's not going to work so you need to really sort of differentiate on one or maybe two things so that you can be uniquely different and supply and then and then your job once you have your mission by the way you have almost all the language and everything you need for all of your social media for all of your marketing yeah. for any of your posts for what you're going to put on your cups like all of these different things come once you have that but and that's another reason why you want it to be simple like look great feel fantastic everybody understands those four words it's not mm -hmm. you know it's it's easy to understand and yeah. so that's a big part of your mission or your promise or anything like that. People won't remember it if it's not easy to understand. Like, let's do it. You know, like the, there's different ones out there, you know, that that just are easy to remember. And if yours isn't easy to remember, then you got some work to do. Yeah. Listen, Peter, thank you so much for coming on the Cafe Hustle and sharing your knowledge and experience and and very clearly passionate about mission, equally as passionate as, oh, yeah. as I am. And, and I think it comes from the fact that when you realize the power of it, not just from us talking, from actually people doing it and seeing what difference that makes to you as a business owner, to your team as employees, but your customers as well. And that's really the people that we really need to impact 
the most. And yeah, I can't, I go on about it so much. I go, you know, every chance I get to mention it because I think people dismiss it very easily as being sort of corporate fluff or mumbo jumbo, you know, and it's not about it being that it's about us setting a direction. And and I really appreciate you. I, obviously you have got your systems and everything in place that support that as well. And, and it just shows the power of when you do have that, that promise in place and the systems that back it up, it gives you as the business owner, that flexibility to step away. It does. And you know what, here, here's the deal. And I'm going to ask the audience here as we wrap this one up, Andy, you got into business because you had a dream of a better life, whatever that dream was and whenever it was, go back to that day before you started your first business, go back to that day. Yeah. And think about, it's like, when I decided to become a business owner, what was I thinking? And I'm not saying, what was I thinking? I'm saying like, what was I thinking? Like, what, what, like, what were my dreams? Why did I think, why did I choose to do this as opposed to go work for somebody? Mm -hmm. And if you aren't fulfilling that kind of feeling, then this is the kind of stuff you need to work on. And this is the kind of stuff that you need to do because you'll never be free to live those freedoms, whatever they are, they're uniquely yours. You know, maybe you want to go sailing. Maybe you want to ride your motorcycle across the country, whatever those different things are. Maybe you want to have a family of 10. It doesn't matter. They're all uniquely yours, but that's the beauty of business ownership, isn't it, Andy? You yeah. can craft the life that you want through your business so that your business is propping up your life instead of you propping up your business. And I think that's the biggest piece. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect point to finish it on. And and as a takeaway, certainly for hospitality businesses or certainly business owners, we're in a tough period right now. And by finding that connection back to why you first started it, is the key to keep you motivated and that is a big takeaway it's a great action point for our audience to start taking that action if they're in that position and even if they're not in that position just to refocus there's a lot that goes into it so listen thank you so much for coming on the cafe hustle peter i really appreciate your time and again your knowledge and sharing that with our our audience i really appreciate it so massive thank you to pete there and i really hope it's inspired you beyond i know I go on about it so much, you're probably sick of it by now, but I only do because I know the difference it can make, not only to you as a business owner and your motivation, but your team and keeping them engaged with everything that you do on a day-to-day basis. They may be a barista or a manager that comes in and they do the same thing each day, not much difference, although not many days like that in hospitality, but you know where I'm coming from, they have the same role, And they may not see beyond what they do. Take a barista, for example. They might not see beyond just preparing drinks for customers and preparing, you know, tidying up at the end of the day, setting up the shop at the start of the day. That is what they may see. And it's your job as a leader to be able to show them, actually, we have a bigger impact than this. And that extends to whether it's, you know, helping someone who does come into your shop, you don't know their background, they may be having one of the worst days they've ever had. And your job there is to be that shining light, to be able to just lift them up a little bit. This is where our mission comes in, especially when we're community focused. How can we change the lives of people beyond just the coffee? I know it sounds really out there, like, you know, 
big blue sky thinking but this really is how we can create memorable experiences memorable memories memories for people that they remember and keep coming back and they tell other people and it all stems from creating and crafting your mission basing it on your values and then also having a vision for the future of your company as well so i hope this has really inspired you to really take that action now if you've got any questions around doing this developing it please let me know by the time this episode comes out if you know it's going to be not long before we do our webinar and again if you listen to it at a later date you've missed it but you'll be able to get a replay of it make sure you head over to the cafehustle.com now sign up because i'm going to go through in a webinar some of the examples of how we can start to craft this mission statement and get to a point where it's usable and can help your employees and yourself so anyway thank you again for joining me on the cafe hustle i really appreciate your time I look forward to welcoming you back on our next episode on Friday. But until then, again, if you haven't signed up for the webinar, make sure you go and do that now because you may still have time to to join in with it. But anyway, if not, let me know and we can get get you a replay. But yeah, thanks again for joining me and I see you on the next episode. With competition for hospitality staff fiercer than ever, it's never been more important to offer your staff a five-star employee experience. One way that hospitality businesses all over the UK are doing that is by using RotorCloud. RotorCloud is the web-based platform for planning rotors, recording attendance, managing staff holidays, and more. It also makes life easy for your staff by giving them 24-7 access to their rotors, timesheets, and as well as letting them do things like request annual leave, arrange their own cover for any shifts they can't work all via the free Rotoclide mobile app. Head to cafehustle.com forward slash Rotoclide now to claim your free 30-day trial and give your team the kind of employee experience they deserve.